0: John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your
1: podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the U Up podcast. How you doing out there? It's Monday. This is an extra long episode for you, even though I've been giving you episodes on The Daily. Thank you so much for all your feedback on those. It makes me feel so, so good to read your... DMs that is the best way to get in contact with me is to send me a DM on Instagram some of you sometimes write me and say though I, I just made a profile so I could write to you and I'm sorry that you have to go to those steps to do it but um, until I get like an email set up for the thing it's just it's just the easiest way unfortunately but a lot of you do you write to me and um, I try to write back or I try to at least like what you say but it's not lost on me that people are enjoying this And I will keep pumping it out and I will keep um, doing it because even when I feel like I'm not interesting and I have nothing interesting to say or share with you, I still um, hear that you guys enjoy this. And maybe sometimes you don't, but I can't be perfect all the time. And that's what kind of this is all about. Just being real, you know. It's Tuesday here in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm in my dad's home office. I'm feeling in a very good mood. Uh, you're catching me at a good time. I think yesterday when I recorded, I was probably at like a f- three or four. I'm up there. at a, I'm, a, I'm cranking at about a nine right now. I feel pretty good. I just got out of doing something I didn't want to do. Um, I did want to do, but I said I would yes to this thing. And the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, why am I taking on any stress right now? Why? Like, Let's all just be super gentle with ourselves and not try to like add on to our stress. I want to do things that are fun. I want to do things that get me out of my head. I want to do things that are, that come easy to me. I don't really want to challenge myself right now. And, you know, in different ways I am challenging myself every day, but this one wouldn't really steer my life in the direction that it was supposed to, that, that, I don't want to give effort to anything that is not going to be worth it. And I just don't think it would be worth it. There's so many times in my life I've signed on to do something. And I just know that if I tried really hard, it'd be good. But like, I just know I'm not going to. Do you ever just know before that you're like, "Uh, this is going to be kind of phoned in. That is how I feel. And I'm trying to eliminate the things I know I'm going to phone in. Because if you phone in enough things, that becomes what you do. If you do enough things that you could only have the energy to phone it in for, then you become shitty at that thing. I guess it's like anything, you know? Like even I was just cuddling my parents' dog earlier and because my dog Marion, um, which my parents now own, is so small and little and snuggly and then there's Wiley, their other dog, which is like this 80-pound gigantic dog. I mean, Google the Lady and the Tramp, the... uh, the motion picture, the not the animated one, the recent one they did. And my dog, my parents dog looks exactly like Tramp, like exactly the same dog. And he's just like has wiry hair. It's not really that soft. He's like very strong and not really that cuddly. He and I can just tell he gets a little bit like sad, like Marion gets all the attention. And so today I tried to like give him some love and lay down on the floor with him and really snuggle him. And he could tell it was phoned in. He could tell. I mean, it wasn't, I truly was like trying to access a deep part of myself that was like, I love you Wiley. And I wanted to convey that through my like energy, but he knew that I had to get back and go back and uh, get some work done. So it was fleeting. It felt like, Oh, this is the way it feels when your parent just realizes like, Oh, I haven't been loving. And they run and come into your room and ask you if they can give you a hug. Has that happened to anyone recently when they're living with their parents? Yeah, that happened the other night. My mom is not a huge hugger, especially during Corona, but um, I, it, it's fine. She's not a huge hugger. She loves me very much, but is it does not convey through, like, snuggling me. I'm very, like, m- touches my love language because I just didn't get enough of it, but I don't know that I actually like it because I am uncomfortable with it. It's something that I have to be, like, very, very intimate with you to be able to experience. But anyway... My mom the other night I think I may have told you but we watched the Taylor Swift documentary and in that documentary Taylor Swift is like best friends with her mom the whole time and they're really lovey-dovey and I knew it would make my mom feel like I don't hug her enough. I knew it and then later on that night I went to my bedroom and she like knocked on it sheepishly and was like Nikki and I was like yeah and she's like can I give you a hug and I'm just like no get out of here. I was just like not in the mood for it for her to come over to my bed and hug me get out of here. And the day before I had tried to hug her in the kitchen and she had pushed me off because of Corona. So no, you don't get to come to my bed to c- c- cuddle me. So I pretty much felt exactly the way Wiley felt two days ago. That's to say I did turn down. Some- I just emailed my manager, like, get me out of this thing, which is so nice to be able to do to have someone else get you out of it, even though I have friends producing it and I'm going to have to write them and be like, hey, I can't do this thing. And the problem is I don't have any excuse. You know, before I could say, oh, it's my tour, I'm making two TV shows, I'm doing this thing, I can't too busy to come up with a thing for this. No excuse in this one. The the excuse is I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. And it's for charity. Listen, I've done things for charity before that I didn't want to do and they backfired. I thought about one yesterday. I am um, just because it's something for the good doesn't mean you should put out a shitty product for the good that's actually hurting the cause I don't know if that's true but I did um celebrity ninja warrior American ninja warrior you guys know that show well they had a celebrity edition in 2016 17 spring of 2017 you guys didn't know my name back then maybe some of you did but like I was not uh I, I I was not a celebrity I was not like ready to be asked to do these things so I jumped at the chance literally <laughs> off a little foam board on into the water splash zone I uh failed miserably it was one of the worst experiences of my life on tv yeah that was really one of the worst I cried so much because I didn't have any time to train there was no time to train the course was supposed to be very easy for the celebrities but it was not easy at all It was very difficult. Mina Suvari was killing it though. All the girls that were on it, on the team, all the different celebrity girls, Natalie Morales from uh, the Today Show, Mina Suvari, who else was on it? God, they were all so good at it. And I was the worst. I was the worst out of everyone. But I remember doing it because everyone argued, Nikki, it's for charity. Because it is. And I was like, Okay. And so I did it. And I will never do something just because it's for charity again, unless I really want to do it. That's not true. I do things for charity. I mean, I got to give, I got to find some way to give. I'm going to look at my finances. I like these people that have been giving random amounts of money to people. So I think what I'm going to do, and I'm saying it here, is maybe... Look at how much money I can donate right now based on my finances and projections, even though there's no ability to figure this out, really, what the future is going to hold. And maybe I'll do the thing that Taylor Swift has done. And like I heard someone on Reddit did it where you figure out an amount and then you divide it by like a thousand. If it's in the thousands, you divide it by a thousand or you divide it by a hundred if it's in the hundreds or whatever. And you give it out to that many people randomly randomly that need it. And I feel like that's a good way I can give back and not actually volunteer my time because my time is money and my money, I want to give it away to good things. I just, um, so maybe that's what I'll do. I'm just saying, and I'm putting it out there. That's like an idea for me. Don't write to me saying you need money. It's not going to work that way. That's not how I'm going to choose. But, um, I think that's a, f- a fun way to distribute and some fun cash. And it's kind of like a lottery. I don't know. I like the- Taylor Swift did it. She gave a lot of her fans $3,000 and just like ven mode them. It's pretty incredible. Um and uh yeah, we've I've had a what else did I want to tell you guys? Um I just got done taking a picture of myself dressed as one of the guys from Tiger King. You might have seen it on my Instagram earlier today or whenever you're listening to this. Um, it was a fun little thing to do with my parents. They went and found an outfit for me to dress like this guy. And then my dad and I did a photo session and it really turned out hilariously. I mean, I really do look like the guy. David Spade was the first guy to, to tell me I looked like this guy. Uh, we were I was on David Spade's uh, online show last week. You can go to and see it on his um, feed on Instagram. Me and Fortune Veanstar. I kind of bombed. I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't do too good of a job. So if you want to go watch me do a performance that I wasn't really proud of. You can go check that out. But during it, he says that I look like the um, burnout guy. That's like, I don't give a fuck how many wives he's had. And, uh, and he was right. I do. I could play that guy in the movie. And I'm, I submitted my audition today based on that picture. So I hope Netflix or whoever's making that movie is listening because I want to play Cowie is the guy's name. Oh my God. If you guys have seen tiger King Cowie's story at the end, like crushed me. I'm like I forgot about it because it was so disheartening to watch, but I loved that guy. He was my favorite throughout the whole thing. The guy that I'm impersonating, who's in the little chair, and it just he, he's so sweet the whole film. Every one of his sound bites is funny. He's he, you can tell he's a nice guy. And then at the end, after the the zoo is gone, everything they have like I think it's the last episode. They kind of show him in his life, and he is just so drunk and so lost and. I felt I feel so sad even thinking about him. I hope he gets help. I hope so bad. If anyone knows him, will you get me in touch with him? Maybe I'll give a little bit of my money towards him because I hope he's I hope he's okay. Cowie is his name. Um, what else? So that was really fun. That was a little bonding moment with me and my fam. My mom's uh, Instagram. My post of my mom in in the car yesterday or two days ago calling the the local radio station because they're playing Christmas music. You guys got to check that out. It's on my Instagram. It's a main post. It is so freaking funny. My mom is so hilarious. She calls this radio station and complains about the fact that they're playing Christmas music, which is a thing that many radio stations are doing right now. It's ridiculous. No one wants to hear that. It's supposed to bring us joy. It's supposed to remind us of a simpler, time, nicer time. And it's like, no, it's too soon. Christmas was like not that long ago. Cut it out. <sighs> So anyway, it's so funny. Go watch it, but it's killing. She's going viral and um or that's what my sister told her. 9,000 people have watched it. It's not quite viral. Or they've liked it. 9,000 likes. That's a lot a lot of likes for Instagram. It takes a lot to like a video. People don't really r- like videos as much as they like uh pictures, I've found. But that's just what I've found. So my mom's like she earlier, she's taking a nap right now because I had to do this podcast, but she was like, let's go to the post office because that's where we filmed it the other day. I think she wants to go make another one. She's like, maybe we'll just do a series in your car. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea because anytime I want to shoot something around the house, she wants to clean up and clean the room and I can't shoot the room. It's really hard to make content for me right now. You guys, you don't understand. You don't understand. So this week on the show, I have some clips for you from the the XM show, which you can get now. Free. So if you, any of these conversations you want to hear the end of, go down, uh, get a subscription to Sirius. Siriusxm.com slash comedy at home is going to get you three months free. So Monday on the show, I had Carlisle and Anya. This is last Monday. Um, this was great because Carlisle is, uh, she's making baskets. She, she made me a delivery. She made me a care package. Uh, she's a great friend. She made me a care package, and she sent it to me. And it was psychotic, the amount of stuff in this and the wrapping, the type of wrapping she did. And we decided that she deserves to have her own company, which, by the way, one of my fans did take her up on and paid her to make a basket for him. So if you want a basket from Carlisle Forrester, that is something she will gladly make for you for a little exchange of money. And it would be a fun thing for you to open up and for your kids to open up like it is just she's really good at it. Um, so if you need to send a gift, send one of these, um, send a, send a bag from Carlisle, uh, Carlisle Forrester, and you should follow her on Instagram. Um, cause she is a hoot. She's fucking nuts. She's one of my best friends. She's hilarious on Instagram. She's hot as shit. Carlisle Forrester with an S in Carlisle. So this is Carlisle Forrester and Anya Marina on last Monday's show. Yeah, we're gonna make you a care my mom really wants to make you a care package because of the one you sent us, Carlisle. It's so fun um, to do
1: this for your friends. Like right now, whenever we don't have this time, let's just use the quarantine to like get back to old days and send care packages
2: and letters. Listen, if you want to send a care package to someone, Carla Forrester will make you one. Listen to this. She will if you Venmo her and you tell her your friends' interests what they love, she will go and she will their favorite. It could just be like a And she will make a fun Easter basket, Easter thing anything like you take specific i've never seen such a beautifully packaged thing wow. it looks closet. like a mental illness in a bag <laughs>
1: and she'll wear a gloves and a mask and she'll shop for you and sh- everything will be clean and, and yeah oh what? my god she's really no, clean
2: you guys she's- guess what it was followed up with a tiktok video of everything being sanitized that was in the box so you, you know also what it should be that. called basket case that's, <laughs> that's so good
1: and this it's like my new baskets business. made
2: by a true basket case. But because she's a basket case, it's like going to be stocked with dope shit yes. that looks cool. Yes. And it'll be so fun to open for your kids. Okay. It's, I love that it's idea, like, Carlisle. It's I like just, Cameo. I just Shark Tanked you a... a yes. And, but it's like instead of getting a digital, you're getting me in a package. You're getting my my artistry. I'll even fucking send you a letter. Anything. She'll, a lock of hair if you want it. Listen. <laughs> she'll send you old underwear. We're all trying to make money in this, forge a new way. But anyway, Anya, after you did your concert, so my dad instantly started playing um, guitar and my, started harmonizing with my mom, and I could tell that he was like, we need to uh, work on some songs. So then he just started playing, like because like, you played Islands in the Stream with uh, Matt. You guys yeah. did the Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton uh, duet which is like classic was so good by the way all right and P. it's so crazy that you had been already working on that one and then Kenny Rogers died yesterday yeah and so or on Saturday sorry it's Monday when this is going out but um so but anyway my dad was like totally inspired to like start a band with my mom and like make oh, us fucking so uh, all harmonize and I sang um my dad has the hardest time letting us sing and just being – if we're off key or we go to the bridge too soon yeah. or, like, it's just he's constantly – he can't let it go. So I sang a little bit with him, and then he snapped at me, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then I punished him with my silence the rest of the night. Um, God, what a but, hard uh, part
1: That's like the Osmond family.
2: It's just like – it. no, we can't get off the ground because he just <laughs> – he can't even – we could really be a really fun family band. Ground. But we can't get it off the ground. We can't get this band even – the, but we could be good My mom actually has band. great My mom has great Um, is, is a great singer But my dad is slightly threatened By how good she is And so he needs to like I'll be like mom You should take singing lessons You could be really great And he's like She doesn't need singing lessons And I'm like I go dad You think people either got it Or they don't But like you can learn How to sing well If you have A, a decent voice Like you can be way better If you get lessons Yeah And he's like I, don't, I just don't really believe it I'm like He's like I told your mom to download that app And I'm like you just don't want her to get good at singing. I'm like, Mom, go get good at singing. I want us to be better than Dad and start our own band. And then he can be jealous. You guys will be a real talent. Tegan. You all have yeah.
1: perfect pitch, and you can sing, all mm-hmm. of you. I mean, I've seen your mom sing. She can belt My it out. My mom's
2: really good, but she... My, I think my dad gets a little bit jealous of how good she could be. And he needs to, like, d- do you, does that make sense? That was Monday's show. I'm still uh, in my dad's office here in St. Louis. It's Tuesday here. Um, is it Tuesday? No, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. I'm really not. I, I taped uh, the radio show today and it was Tuesday on the radio show because I taped them a day in advance. But, um, no, it is definitely Monday. Yesterday felt like a Monday to me because I recorded today's show. Yesterday, you get it. But um, I took a great nap yesterday. I hope everyone's napping real well. I, um, I'm looking forward to my nap today. Oh, man, I can't wait. I'm going to go make some content with my mom in the car. I don't know what we'll do. If you guys have any suggestions for what you think me and my mom should get into in the car, send them my way. DM me. I'll, I'll look at them. I was looking through this um book that I found not found, but I, I've known that my parents have had it. But it's in my room, and it's, like, this book I wrote when I was eight. Not wrote, but, like, filled in. Dr. Seuss, my book about me, by me, myself, and with some help from my friends, Dr. Seuss and Roy McKee. And I can find, like, it's so validating because I was funny. Like, I can tell that I was funny when I was eight. So there's this one section that says, sometimes I get mad at some people. Um, and I posted this on my Instagram story, so I apologize if you already saw it. So sometimes I get mad at some people. That's what they wrote. Uh, yes or no. I said yes. Kicked, I kicked someone. Yes or no. I said yes. I pushed someone. Yes or no. I said yes. I hit someone. Yes or no. I said yes. I yanked hair. Yes or no. I said yes. I'm sorry I did it. Yes or no. I said no. And then I wrote hell next to no. I was eight. I wrote hell. And obviously I got in trouble because I've scratched out that. I didn't I didn't scratch out hell, but I changed. I wrote over the hell and changed it to made the h and n made made the h and n and made the double l's another n i connected those to make a an n do you guys know like and i wrote no no so it just says no 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 as opposed to hell no i secretly wrote hell that's pretty funny then there's another one where it says my favorite food is chili i write my favorite food is blank chili and blank pizza and blank grilled cheese. And please don't give me any. And then I wrote in. You can see I I erased it. Poop, pee, and fart. So that was funny. But I erased it. But you can see it. It's faintly written poop, pee, and fart. Please don't give me any poop, pee, and fart. And I wrote in its place chili rellenos. Because I hated chili rellenos as a kid. Because my mom used to make them for her and my dad. And I was like disgusted by it. And then there's a prophetic passage it says about me and eating. I eat like a horse and I kind of, I give it a half uh, check. Not really. I eat like a bird on uh, another half check. And then it says I eat like a blank and I filled it in and I said a Nikki. Well, I do eat like a Nikki is eating, um, five protein bars per night throughout the middle of the night and uh, throughout the night in the beginning. And then throughout the night as you wake up, is that a, eating like a Nikki? If it is, that's what I'm doing. Trying to get my eating disorder under control here in quarantine, but it's quite difficult and it's truly the only thing I look forward to. And I mean, smoking pot, I've been laying off that a little bit more because it just like makes me tired. Actually, it doesn't. It actually really like jazzes me up, but I just don't, I get bored with it. It's just like not getting me high. I can't get high off it anymore. I can't get high off my supply. No, there's some quote about that. Don't get high off your own supply. Well, what are you supposed to get high off of then? Other people's? What? That's a stupid thing. Um, But anyway, yeah, I've been, I'm always struggling with my pot uh, intake, but I'm not taking any sleep aids. Like I take a little bit of melatonin if I need it, but I'm trying to get back to basics. My caffeine is out of the fucking, I- I'm drinking so much caffeine. Don't know why. Don't need to. Um, If we had decaf, I'd make decaf. I just like consuming coffee in any state, but there's no reason to be drinking caffeine. You, I, I pointed out that my dad's addicted to caffeine because he doesn't think he is. He thinks he could step away from it. I'm like, no, you're 100% addicted to caffeine, and if you aren't, you don't think you are. I'm telling you, you are because this quarantine will make you realize what you're addicted to, won't it? Whatever you're like, oh my god, I need, I need to stockpile it go to Starbucks. I'm not kidding you. Look at the line. Look at your local Starbucks line and check out how many cars deep it is. People have a fucking addiction. And they're not getting like, you know, just like black. It's not even about it's a well, I guess it is the caffeine, but it's just wild. I, I, I it made me feel less alone with how obsessed with Starbucks I am, because until you really like look at. Until there's a pandemic and you see that people are waiting online to get fucking Starbucks, you don't realize how disgusting of a habit it is. Because it's not essential. Sorry, it's not. Unless you're going to work in a fucking hospital in the morning, coffee's not essential to your life. I don't want to hear any reason why it would be. And yes, I waited in line at a Starbucks. So you're just like, we're kind of learning what our addictions are. Um what else can I tell you? Let's get to Tuesday's show. I think this was a really fun one. If I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This was good because I don't think I've talked to you guys about this on the podcast. I, um, ordered some mushrooms from a local, um, farmer, like not mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, but like regular mushrooms. And I've been cooking a lot recently. Um, just cooking grilled vegetables, cooking so easy. If, all you do is cook grilled vegetables. My mom always acts like she's like impressed that I'm cooking. Well, no, she doesn't actually. You know what my mom was impressed by yesterday? Because my mom was gone in the, a cabin two, for two days. My mom went off on her own to my parents' cabin and isolated herself there, just getting back. I still don't know what the fuck she did. She really won't talk about it. It's like her Vietnam. But um, <laughs> she uh, she came back and she's like, Nikki, where did you ch- you change your sheets on your bed? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, where'd you find those sheets? I go, in the laundry room. And what, so just right there on the shelf, you just found them and you found a fitted sheet? And I go, yeah. How'd you do that? Well, I looked through them and I found it. I don't know what, what's going on here. Why are you? And she's like, I just think it was really cool that you did that. And I go, are you high? And she goes, yeah, a little bit. My mom is so fucking nice when she eats an edible. And you guys, I'm not even joking you. My mom takes, I know what edible doses dosages are. And we have edibles that are like 10 milligrams. Like, I mean, they're not, these aren't made in someone's kitchen down the street. These are like bought, store-bought edibles. My mom will take a, the tiniest bite of one and she will be the nicest person for like all day. The nicest and it makes me so badly want her to get into I'm constantly trying to put like shove it in her mouth like a dog taking a vitamin and just being like relax relax and just rubbing her throat that's how I want to hug her but um she's just so nice and last night they went on a hike for a couple hours and left me alone for many hours actually it was so nice did they bang in the woods who knows but they left me alone here and um they came back and my mom was in the most delightful mood and i was like are you hi i literally said that i knew it instantly and she was like, yeah, I'm just getting off from it too now. I mean, your dad and I took a little at split edible six hours ago. I'm just getting off. And I'm like, I don't need to, he-. my parents say getting off for high. Instead of high, they say getting off. And it's very uncomfortable when my mom tells me that she got off at the concert because of my dad. Yeah, he snuck it in his, he did it through his pocket. And I'm like, what are we talking, and she's like, inedible. I'm like, okay, back it up. Sounds like dad fingered you at, the fucking Fox Theater when you guys went to see Hamilton. Um, My mom's biggest fear is that anyone knows she smokes pot or ingests pot. And it's like, are you, what are you auditioning for? Who do, who are you trying to impress out there? You are killing it as a mom. You obviously did a great job. You have two daughters who are thriving. One of them's living at home with you. God, the last time I lived at home with my parents was so long ago. It was 2009. 2009 to 2010 summer. It was like a year and a half. And I remember Brittany Murphy died in that time. There are a lot of lows. Um, I was wasted for all of it. And now I'm wasted in a different way. Just stoned. But I'm getting a lot done. A lot done. Um, Oh my gosh. So Tuesday's show. Yeah. I'm talking about mushrooms. Here's me and Anya talking about uh, mushrooms but no yesterday I came out of this office and my mom um it was like evening and my mom makes dinner every night she's not really making my dinners which she's I think she's feeling really like um impotent about because I she likes preparing meals she likes sleeping like, like this is what I'm giving you and like and that's her way to get like uh, uh just like feel like she's done something and and yeah. she she's an amazing cook but I just know what I like. Yesterday I ordered a box of, or two days ago. So this girl that I follow online, she's like a girl from my high school who I haven't talked to in 20 years. Um, And just randomly follow on Instagram. She posted a box of mushrooms she got. Like, you know, like from the earth mushrooms. Like that, obviously they're all from the earth. But like cook mushrooms, not mushrooms. Yeah. And a huge box and they're beautiful. And... I haven't. I love mushrooms as a vegan. I haven't had them in a while, and they were all like these gourmet mushrooms. And I'm like, oh my god! Now's the time to like eat fucking mush. Like, I so I tracked down the guy she tagged, and I bought a hundred dollars worth of mushrooms, oh, and had them do- him drop them off on my doorstep. And there are these gigantic boxes of these amazing, beautiful mushrooms, which made me think of you, Anya, because. And I'm so mad at myself that I didn't say it last week on Conan, because I was on Conan. Oh, when was that last week? Last last Tuesday, a week ago. No, two weeks ago, I was on two Conan. Two weeks ago. God, two weeks? <laughs> I know. Oh, seems... no. Two weeks was ago. Was it two weeks? Yeah, it was Tuesday, two weeks ago. I was on Conan, and I was talking to him about my vagina. And every time I go in, I always, like, <laughs> update, like, because there's, like, a running theme of me talking about my vagina on there, hastily packed suitcase, la-da-da-da-da. But the last time, the last euphemism <laughs> I came up with it was, or you came up with it, was oyster ear mushrooms, like, growing out of my vagina.
1: Oyster mushrooms. I think oyster mushrooms. Yeah, what's the ear mushrooms? mushrooms. There's
2: some kind of ear.
1: I've never heard of that. Oh. I think you're thinking of cauliflower ear from wrestling, which also looks like your vagina.
2: mushrooms. I know I'm not like completely ridiculous. Wood ear mushroom is a type of ear uh, mushroom. Let me see if, yeah, that one looks like my puss too. Wood ear mushrooms (laughs) are definitely what's going on. But the oyster ones are so funny. Oyster mushrooms, girls, go look at a picture of oyster mushrooms and tell me it's not your puss. (laughs) And if it's not, I don't want you listening to the show because you got a perfect pussy and I don't care for it. But so I bought this gigantic box of mushrooms. Anyway, I – and it's weird though because on Venmo, I had to pay this guy for mushrooms. What do you put <laughs> – what do you put in the thing? The emoji of a mushroom. Um, Who doesn't there think you're that. buying mushrooms? Like med- oh, medicinal mushrooms. That's right. So I go like mushrooms to eat and then I go, wait a second, <laughs> you eat mushrooms to trip. Um, mushrooms to cook with. Cooking Well, mushrooms. no, you yeah. can cook mushrooms, I think, too. So I just wrote, like, farm rate, like, I forget what I, but I was just like, <laughs> mushrooms Our to ingest in, in a deliberate manner that will not cause psychedelic <laughs> effects. Mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms to eat in bulk in a hearty harvest salad like I had to like write this like a fucking kebab mushroom yeah I mean I guess you could kebab some trippy mushrooms I gotta get some trippy mushrooms too that's another thing that I want to do while I'm well, home A
1: 100 how much how many mushrooms did you get for 100 um a like...
2: huge two huge boxes like let's just say a cardboard box that's probably like uh, a medium sized Amazon box I don't know That's how, how I like How long
1: will it last you For eating
2: Um, I mean If if I wasn't eating So many mushrooms every day To get through it Before they spoil Like it could last me Months But I'm just gonna really? eat Mushrooms for the next two weeks Like for every meal That was Tuesday's show Uh, With Anya Marina Who um, I haven't seen in so long I miss my friends I've been uh, I have a scheduled date to talk with two of my friends from college and uh, college, both of them from college. And we do a little Zoom meeting on Wednesday nights. The other ones. Oh, I was supposed to do one yesterday, I think, with my other friends. Well, we didn't. (laughs) You know how you get off the phone on these Zoom like talks and you're like, let's do this weekly. And you're just like, and the next week rolls around in like a day, dude. Time is flying, but also crawling but flying. Um, I got a really nice DM from one of you guys, Brianne. I just want to give you a shout out. She said, Hey Nikki, I made an Instagram just so I could DM you. My name is Brianne and I wanted to write you this to thank you so much for making these podcasts during this time. I've been, I drive for Amazon and you've been really essential in keeping me sane during all of this craziness. I work alone and live alone and it feels really nice listening to someone talk about this experience. As I am pretty fucking lonely right now. I just wanted to let you know how much you mean to me and how grateful I am for you. Brianne, oh my God. I'm so sorry you're feeling lonely. I get it, girl. Fuck. Okay. Well, like, you need to have some human interaction. For sure. For sure you need it. So I don't know what you can do. I don't know if you are... You didn't ask me for advice, by the way. But here I am giving it to you. But I just really don't want you to be lonely... There's got to be a way for you to meet people. And like, aren't chat rooms popping back up? Like, how are people meeting people now in this quarantine? If you if you don't have time to like, you need to be connecting though, Brianne. You need to be connecting with people. We are so, we're social creatures. God, Sam Harris had a great quote on his, um, Brianne, here's what I want you to do. I want you to download Waking Up, the app. And I want you to write to them. I think it's Waking Up, I think it's at SamHarris. Wait, let me see. Just right into the waking up. Go, go to the app store and you type in the waking up podcast or waking up app and for meditation. And you don't need to take the meditation course. I'm not going to talk to you about that. But like listen to this one reading about meditation during an emergency. And it's not going to be just about meditation. It, it just is like a great talk. He talks about he says this amazing line, which is um, humans aren't supposed to be alone. Like we're not supposed to be quarantined like this. This sucks. There's a he. He says there's a reason that um, solitary confinement is a punishment in prison. There's a reason why being alone is worse than being among murderers and rapists. Being alone is worse. Being alone is a punishment in prison. You'd prefer to be out with the general population. That's how bad being alone is. So like, cut yourself some slack right now, everyone. You're if you're feeling lonely. Try to do something to get out of it. Phone a friend, reach out, text someone, go in a fucking chat room. Just do—I don't know. Keep listening to podcasts that make you feel less alone. I think that's a good thing to do. But I know I'm lonely too. I mean, I want to—I want to connect with people. That's why I'm on Hinge. I'm—I uh, haven't gotten any likes on Hinge in like forever, and I'm wondering if my profile was just seen by everyone and no one's interested, or what's happening but there's been no feedback on there and it's just not possible you guys I my profile I look good so I think there's something broken about it I'm gonna convince myself the app is broken um no one else is really uh popping into my dms like I mean there's a couple things but like I just feel like I said it on the show today that I recorded earlier everyone's jerking off so much right now Every man is. I listened to Greg Fitzsimmons podcast yesterday. Him and uh, I love Greg Fitzsimmons. If you like me, you'll like Greg Fitzsimmons because I really model myself after him as a broadcaster. He's his podcast is one of my favorites, but he and Mike Gibbons, his friend and uh, showrunner, Mike Gibbons, creator of O the burn. He also was head writer on the, the roast this past roast of uh, Alec Baldwin. He was on Greg's podcast and said that um, he's like, I finally understand why monkeys in the zoo are jerking off all the time. We th- we think that monkeys just jerk off all the time, but it's maybe just zoo monkeys because they're fucking quarantined. That's why they've been jerking off because apparently he can't stop jerking off and talk to a lot of other guys and it's just part of their thing. They go like eat, watch something, go to the bathroom, jerk off, watch something, jerk off again. Like, no guys are getting horny because they're draining their balls constantly. So no guys are thinking to reach out to me and like start a flirtation. It's like that you need cum in your balls to inspire you to reach out to a woman sometimes. And uh, and I just think that no one's keeping their balls full for old glazed dog. That's my theory again. Hinge is broken, and men's balls are empty. That is why no one loves me right now. No, tons of people love me. I feel very great. Let's get into Wednesday's show. It was with uh, Lisa Lampanelli and Andrew Collin. And she just, for some reason, decided to go after Andrew. And I think it's because she's the queen of mean. And uh, God, I love Lisa Lampanelli so much. If you don't know who she is, she's like the r- someone who I've looked up to forever. I used to like, I've opened for her before. I'll talk about that on this clip. Um, she is so brilliant and such a killer comic like killer one of the best live performances I've ever seen Lisa Lampanelli so listen to me talk to her now she's just doing self-help which I think I want to get into to be honest with you now that you know stand-up is like not a viable career anymore I'm like maybe I get into self-help I'm not too bad at it I like listening to people's problems I like helping people I just got to figure out I want to be smart enough to do it maybe I'll go back to school Maybe I'll look into that. Can I take classes right now to become like a psychiatrist? I'm not a psychiatrist because then I have to become a doctor and then I have to go get coronavirus. Shout out to doctors. Um, no, I just maybe a therapist. That could be another world for me. But maybe I. if anyone knows of courses to take, online courses where I could like work towards becoming a therapist of some sort, that would be fun to do right now. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm really ambitious right now, you guys, because I'm like I told you, I'm a nine today. I get like this. I get like really manic where I'm like, I want to do this and this and this. And I start all these projects or at least talk about starting projects. And then I don't get to anything. And um, I've been told I don't have bipolar, but I think that's what bipolar people do. However, I don't go to extremes. Um, I just get like jazzed about ideas. And then I kind of quickly realize like that's not going to happen. But is that such a bad thing? it's such a bad is it such a bad thing sound like my mom right now I'm gonna go make some content with my mom after this but this is Lisa Lampanelli and Andrew Collin on Wednesday's show for Sirius XM go get it now SiriusXM.com slash comedy at home three months free check out this clip
0: I have to be honest with you. I have never listened to Andrew's comedy. I just don't like comedy in general.
2: I don't recommend yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and right.
0: the thing is, <laughs> though, no, it's what great. I love is you guys have a nice supportive relationship of each other on the road. I have not sure. seen this. I always hired gays. And sometimes the gays can be I tried. they're a little shifty. They can come out yes. and they come in. I've also tried women opening acts. Women opening acts start thinking they're funny. They got to be fired because they're not
2: funny. They're stupid. Wait, Lisa, hold on. Tell me about, hold on right now. Okay, okay, okay. What are you telling okay. me? Hold on. I'm just saying. So you originally, because I remember, I I opened for Lisa Lampanelli, one of my, my literal, it was my second MC gig ever, and it was at Stanford and Sons oh. in Kansas City, and I, I got to be your MC for the weekend, and it was 2005, and I was so excited, Aww. and you were so killer. It was ins- it was so insane how wow. fucking funny you were. I don't think I've ever seen a stand-up set where I laughed that much. Was, I, was like- I nice to you? You, oh yeah you oh, were really good, nice good, to me good. but I I really left you alone like yeah. I, you would have never even known that I was there I didn't like try to hang out in the green room with you I knew the boundaries yes, you know
0: Yes 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 you understood comedy already uh, uh, A- yes. Andrew clearly does not get boundaries
2: No <laughs> he he shits in my green room like he has it. like nervous shits no, no, no. before no, going on no, stage no. and he uses my green room bathroom No
0: here's I what I would do I would ban him from that bathroom with my opening acts, Here's the only successful, like uh, the success I ever had with an opening act was when I hired two different straight guys, and they were alternate weekends, so they knew to behave because oh. I could fire one of them, and the other one could just take their place. Oh, so you
2: you pit got, them against yes, each you to, other. How dare you? How dare you? They knew oh. not to ever talk to me.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we talked cordially. But like then they were gone. It's like do your ten minutes. Wow. You know what I would call them? <laughs> I, they're, they're, if anybody ever said, "Oh, who's who's opening for you?" I say, all you need to know is they're called time killers. Nobody cares.
2: No, <laughs> no one, one, cares. one cares. Oh. Dude, Lisa, Andrew a, always will, will ask me a, for like joke I advice sometimes. I and I go, and I will literally go, no one cares. No, no. You can I, say whatever I, it you want to up there. Twice in six I can, months.
0: Twice in six months. Yeah, because,
2: months. You st- because I exchanged you so hard when, yeah. when you did well, it. And I just my go, lesson. this is the deal
0: with an Andrew Collins.
2: He's going to take.
0: And take it, take it, until you can't stand it no more. But then where do you have to go? Because let me ask you, I mean, Nikki. You're adding an been, S Andrew, on my name. Andrew, Andrew, I think you know better than D'Angelo, Please, Lampanelli. Listen Lisa to me. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Mickey. does he carry your bags at least? Because my guys always yes. carried my stuff. I have yes. one of them now. Uh, I don't do stand-up no more, as you know. But I have a show that I tour the country with. And uh, this fella, he has to take one of my dogs. I say, you check one of my dogs, I check the other one. I don't like this. Yep, because you
2: can't check two dogs. I know that, having two dogs. So uh, we have so much to get to, but I do want to ask you about... But you're such a friendly person, Lisa. Like is she? I, well, <laughs> well do I, she really I, let's is. add
0: it back to headliners. Okay, go ahead. Yes.
2: Oh, right. Well, until I became a headliner, I didn't even dare cross your path and try no. to create a friendship with you. But when I finally did, when I finally got to know you, when we were both on Howard yes. Stern and we were doing the roast of Ronnie the Limo Driver... Right. It. Was, I was so. Ner- I was already nervous to be on Howard Stern, but then I was also this added nervousness of meeting the Queen of Mean, oh. one of the greatest roasters of all time, Lisa Lampinelli. I was going to be in a green room with her. I'm going to be on this show with her. Uh, she's going to roast me. I'm going to roast her. Maybe like it just felt. I was like so nervous, and then you were so. Kind and like real backstage. Which why wouldn't you course, be? I, yes. I don't know why. We're all we're female comics. We we have this kinship yes. that is just unspoken. But you just exceeded my expectations so Aww. much. You were so loving. You DM me all the time the sweetest things. And sometimes you'll trash Andrew, and it makes me laugh oh, that's the so best. hard. I gotta
0: tell you, this is the thing about me. I'm a nice person, and I think the nicer you are, are off stage, the meaner you could be on stage. Which is why I got away with what I did. But I will say yeah. I don't like hurting anyone's feelings in real life. <laughs> no. (laughs) So I did one day, Nikki, I don't know if Andrew knows this, but Nikki one day did a real cute little post going, Andrew thinks he looks like a celebrity. Who does he look like? And I put permanent opening act. As (laughs) As this <laughs> And then I put then I, I, I that on, Hulu? That guy no, on Hulu. No, then I dm again and I just go, listen, please don't tell him that I wouldn't want to hurt his feelings. Cause we it are was so sensitive. Cute. We are sensitive. Yes and I am a big mush at heart.
2: And that was Wednesday's show. I don't have a clip from Thursday's show for you because uh we taped one, but it didn't air. We had to air a replay because Ian Fidance's microphone didn't work the entire time and we didn't know. And it was a mistake. And it was two hours of great content down the drain. Dan Perlman was also there. Shout out to Dan Perlman for not being on the podcast this week, even though you're supposed to be. Um, But that's what happens. Fucking mistakes happen. I didn't even care. He called me to apologize. And I was just like, whatever. I don't give a shit. It was fun. Everything we do is wasting time whether it goes out or not, or not wasting time, but it's it's all like, I can't be like, oh my God, that was for nothing. I got something out of that. I got to talk to my friend Ian and Dan, and I learned something from those discussions. So even though you'll never hear them, they still happened and they were fun. So try to have that attitude today. All the things that are slipping through, all the things that should have happened that didn't, guess what? They were never meant to happen. It was just never meant to be. That's how I look at it. All the things, this was always going to happen, you guys. Always. So whatever you thought was going to happen, you were supposed to have this. No, it wasn't. This was always destined. And I'm not saying because um, there's such thing as like that everything is mapped out for us and there's a creator who has determined your future. I don't really believe in that, but I don't believe in free will. And I believe that everything is happening in a sequence that is completely out of your control. So and there's no other way it could be. It just isn't. If you want to know more about this theory, read the book Free Will by Sam Harris. But it really helps me accept what's happening right now because I can't. It's it. I was never t- to perform the rest of my stand-up tour. It was never meant to happen. I didn't know that, but it, there's just no way that it was meant to happen. So it was never mine to have. The thousands and thousands of dollars that I'm losing on an apartment that I'm not living in right now, that money was never mine. It was meant to go to that. It was just not mine to begin with. And I have to just really let go. So whatever thing you're like, God, I was supposed to do this and now I can't. No, you weren't supposed to do it. No, you weren't. This is the way it's supposed to happen and everything's going according to plan, even though it sucks. But I don't know if that helps you. It always helps me. Maybe it's like the opposite of helping you, but I got to go. You guys, I'm uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'll keep doing them daily. I hope you turn other people onto them because they're just like these really weird diaries that turn into different subjects every single time. Um, if you want to give me any ideas of things to talk about, I could really use it. Uh, keep writing me your DMs. I'll share them with you. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. I love each and every one of you for listening. Not in like a real way where you should come and try to find me and like be with me. Like I want to make sure that you don't think I'm talking to you like and that we're meant to be together because we're not. But I just hope that you're all well and I and I appreciate you listening. That's what I meant by that. I have to be uh, pretty clear if you know what I'm saying because some of you. One of you, getting the wrong idea. Uh, yes, you get what I'm saying. So I'm glad we have a good, boundaryful relationship, you and me, listener and me, uh, broadcaster. Although I do love your DMs and I do feel close to you when you write them to me. So thank you for sharing what the show means to you. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow or I'll listen, be listened to you by, t- I will be listened to by you tomorrow uh here on the podcast squirt squirt Eh, 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 eh. say it with me now Eh, eh, eh. this has been a comedy central podcast